Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Shoot360. The future of basketball has arrived in Dallas-Fort Worth. Shoot360 combines the latest sports technology with the fundamentals of basketball skill development. The result is a one-of-a-kind video game-like basketball program designed to improve your shooting, dribbling, and passing. Visit Shoot360DFW.com to learn more and register for your free one-hour workout evaluation. Shoot360, the future of basketball is here. Appreciate the the kind words that you said about listening to the the some of the episodes in the past, but I think especially this time of year, I mean that's what we're doing. We're reading books, we're listening to yeah. podcasts, we're watching videos, trying to pick up some things. What's some of the best things that you borrowed lately? Man, um, it was a little while ago, um, but I started reading a book called Entitled to Nothing by Bob Walsh. Um, he uh, uh, took over a D3 program up east, um, and, and it just kind of was. Uh, it's somebody said to read it because it's a guy that went and had success somewhere, but it was able to sustain that success at a small college. So it's kind of seemed like it would relate to what I'm doing. As we had some success this past season, I want to continue it. Um, but he said uh, in there when he's talking about leadership, and and in my program we're huge on leadership. Um, it's one of our, our core values. It's our number one core value. I think everything else flows from if I am truly leading myself the way I should lead myself, hmm. then everything else should follow. Um, but he says, if I say it, you doubt it. If you say it, it's true. So you, you talked about uh, me asking questions, um, and I do that a lot because I want the kid to respond. Hey, you said it, not me. Like, I'm just holding you to what you said. Um, and, and I believe if you can get quality ownership in your program, uh, you're, you're, you're set because I mean, we all know coach led teams can be good, but the, the great teams are player led. They, they know what they want. They know how to do it. They go it. And, um, you know, uh, an adage that I've been using lately, uh, uh, for the last year and a half or so is, you know, I always ask my kids about twice a week, whose responsibility is it to have a great practice, a great film session, a great workout in, in the weight room. Whose responsibility? Is it mine? And they're like, no, coach, it's everyone's. We got you. We're gonna have a good one today. All right. It's it's like, and and they know that they are in control of their success, that it's not dependent on me, that they could go and be successful without me. Um, and for me, that's that's very rewarding. And you know, um uh, he goes on and talks about different ways to give your players more control, which is hard as coaches, yeah. like, hey, you know, here, here's the control. And the way I've uh, come to do it is I, I pick two or three leaders at the beginning of the year, and I say, hey, um, probably 80% of the practice, they lead the first 20 minutes of practice. I tell them the drills. I tell them the teaching points. This is what we're doing. And, and most of it's fundamentals and skill-oriented. It's not hard for them to do. They've been around me long yeah. enough. You're not asking they, they, them to put in something brand no, new. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, it's, and, and, and it's, not, it's not a team concept or something, you know, philosophy-wise, but it's yeah. something that, they can get out of their shell a little bit, but they can take ownership of. And I love it because uh, <laughs> I had one kid that's trying to coach up some ball handling drills. And, you know, one kid's not going hard. And he's like super offended that this kid's not going hard in his drill that he's supposed to be leading. And I'm like, you now know what it feels like a little bit to be a coach. Sure. And, and so they, it, it, it just 
you know, they they get to have ownership of it. They get to lead. They get to learn how to lead. They get to learn how to not lead. Um, and, and they get to have some fun with it. Um, but they also get to feel that, like, this is my team. It's not his team. This is my team. This is our team. And I think that's super important. So um, I really took that from, from Bob. Um, I'll say it again. If I say it, you doubt it. But if you say it's it's true, and so that just that philosophy of getting my players to feel like they're doing it, they're saying it, it's theirs, not mine, yeah. um, has been really impactful this last season. Man, I love the title of that book, like entitled yes. to nothing. Like that's yes. what a great title. I, and 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 you want so me to show, I could probably find it. Yeah, it's so important too for. Uh, I don't like when people say today's players, yes. but all players. Because you know what? When I think back to the late '90s, early 2000s, we were entitled to. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think that's like a recent I, yes, thing. Yes, I uh, entitlement is. Uh, it's a young it's person thing. It's, it's definitely something, <laughs> but it is not. It's not indicative of one generation. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's different people. But here's I found the book. I don't know if you can see it, but love it. Um, it was sitting over here on my on my desk, and yeah, yep. it it's been good. I wrote sure. it down. I'm I'm putting together a pretty sweet list of books from people that have been on. Like now the how do I, how in the world do you get to them all? You know, and and it's kind of like a, how do you need an elephant? Just one bite at a time. So just starting with with yes. one, but I, I'll definitely add that to the list. And um, going back to that, the question method a little bit, but but having them say it. So like PGC, which if coaches haven't ever attended a session as an observing coach it's just one of the greatest things that you can do like you, you you go and you basically get to watch and go through everything the athletes do over the five days you just don't do any of the the skill work or you don't play but i mean the the amount of notes and things but our first session when we're just kind of getting to know each other we always ask our athletes to write down their three three aspirations you know, things that they want, they, the goals they have could be individually, could be for their team. And then, you know, we raise, hey, who'd like to share? And some people timidly, you know, bring their hand up. Oh, I want a big varsity next year. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I always ask, like, hey, raise your hand if you'd like to win a state championship. And like everybody raised their hand. And, I, and then I'll ask, how many people have? Like, it's really yeah. hard to do. <laughs> and so, but the whole idea is when you, how many coaches are holding players to standards or to aspirations that they actually don't have? Like I used to dangle the college carrot out for guys. That's not going to work at the next level until thankfully at name forest, a senior said, coach, I don't want to play at the next level. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, like what, like, what do you mean? Why are you doing this then? But like, if, if, if we ask them to say what, their dreams goals aspirations sure. are and then you say can i hold you to that like i love the idea of asking them get, getting their permission like we're 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 co-creators in this thing it's yeah. not just me taskman and it's not just you doing what you want like we're both trying to work together but i think knowing that is huge it is and i you know for me it's not necessarily um specific goals but it's, right. it's more of standards yeah because for me it's like hey if if you say that your standard is to compete every day in practice don't don't give me bad body language and a horrible attitude when i hold you accountable to that you said it it's not it's not me that said i wanted to compete every day now i want you to compete every day 
but let's be clear, you agreed. And so in the fall, we actually had kids. We picked four leaders of our team. We said, you are picking a standard and telling us exactly what that standard means. Um, and I actually love it. Uh, my all region kid, he, uh, he picks, and it's one of our, it is one of our core values, you know, leadership, family, effort, and toughness. That's what our core values are, but effort. He goes, I want to talk. I want, I want us to be, to play hard. And I want us to do everything as hard as we can. And he said, and I quote, and I love it. If you aren't going all out, are you even trying? Are you even wanting this bad enough? Do you really want to win? You're not trying to win if you aren't going all out. And so when when we have kids that, you know, dog it, I don't even sometimes I don't even have to say anything. I just look at him and said, You need to, you need to, you need to give a pep talk or something. These kids are not going all out. This is what you said we need to do. This is your standard. Um, and I think when kids take ownership of your standards, of your culture, you're going somewhere and you're, you're doing something right. And like we said earlier, player-led teams, they're going to be yeah. the best teams. They are. And I think co- good coaches or coach-led teams, a coach can come in with standards, pillars, an acronym, you know, a, a yeah. stuff on a T-shirt, stuff like you know, whatever that – that it's clever and the words are great. And if the kids are like, if they're just obedient, you know, if they, if they, if they're respectful, sure. if they trust, you know, it, it'll still work. But like yeah. you said, though, there's this whole other idea of, of, and you've heard, I, I've heard like Terry Butterfield and these, these other coaches, Bruce Brown, uh, with proactive coaching, talking about, like actually allowing players and you you've done it too like allowing players to choose how they're going to show up every day what they yeah. want the program to be about and and I man I'm telling you for 9 years here at Faith I was guilty of here is our culture you're going to love it and it's yeah. and it's this acronym that's so cool to a 39 year old mm-hmm. and and you know but we have good kids they never once like I don't care if they ever make fun of anything that we do mimic or mock them as long as they're saying it, I don't care what the, like, it's kind of like faking it. Right. Like it doesn't matter as long as they're, they know it. But when we have four pillars that the way that we talk and what we believe, but then allowing them to choose the fifth one every year, that senior class, like that's something that we just started in and, you know, with that underneath passion, they need to come with like three little sub, you know, subtitle or uh, categories yeah. that lead into that. Like, where are we going to be passionate? What does passion look like? You know, what does it not look like? And but you're right on the money, man. With with having them, I love the idea of of them choosing those standards and then defining them. That that's really cool. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.